everyone, and welcome to season three of Hotel Moment. I am excited to welcome Brian Cook today, Global Director of Sales for Freehand Hotels and Generator Hotels. Brian and his team did an amazing thing recently and created this brilliant and innovative new way to increase occupancy brand awareness. So stay tuned to hear about that. Brian, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Jen, for having me. <laughs> Friday. Happy, happy Friday. So um, yeah, tell us a little bit more about freehand hotels and generator hotels. Yeah, absolutely. So myself, I joined the company last year um, and uh, the, uh, the brand itself, Freehand Hotels, um, has been established for, for some time um, you know, over the past decade or so in the United States, but continuing to open new properties. Uh, we're based in Miami, uh, New York, LA, and Chicago from the Freehand standpoint and uh, was previously run by Sedale Group. And then the last year in, or uh, actually uh, 2019, was purchased by Generator Hotels, which was a company based in Europe, um, had hotels across all major markets in Europe, and they acquired the Freehand brand in 2019 and made their splash into the North American market for Generator in 2020, opening DC and Miami, and of course, with plans to grow the Freehand brand. So exciting times. Very exciting. I had a chance to look at your new New York location, where I believe you're at right now, right? I am. I am. I'm here in the studio, uh, one of our restaurants here on property, five restaurants. So, uh, you know, no shortage of things to do at, at all of our locations. I have to say it looks so good that it looks like it's uh, like a Zoom background. <laughs> it looks really good. That's the plan. You know, while we're not using it for, you know, operations and normally people are in here having a cocktail, having dinner, um, it's currently my my Zoom uh, uh, office for now. That's a great office. I'm a little jealous. Okay. I'll say that. Play. That's fantastic. So one of the things I like the most about uh, your properties, the ones that I've looked at, are that they're all pretty unique. So is there a rhyme or reason on how the hotels are selected, maybe for area, or um, are you trying like are you trying to be uh, a unique in any specific way? You're all boutique hotels, right? I mean, without a doubt. I mean, I think every property definitely holds holds its own unique aspects that make it special. Uh, but one thing that I think you'll find the common denominator across all of our hotels, whether it's freehand generator, is uh, you know we really try to select location, location, location first. Mm -hmm. Looking for a new spot. Um, from there, you know, the building definitely has to have character, has to have charm. Um, we we rarely go into the new build as far as what we've done so far on the freehand side, uh, Miami. DC, I mean, I'm sorry, Miami, uh, New York, uh, LA, and Chicago, all historically protected buildings um, and all, you know, beautiful properties that have been something in the past and now have been brought to new light in uh, the new sense of being a freehand hotel. Yeah, one of the things that people are looking for now more than just the standard box hotel where everything's identical is that experience. And I think that's something that freehand has done an amazing job at delivering. So yeah. kudos on that. And I think as they've developed the properties, the, the biggest thing is as they, you know, build out the hotel and bring in restaurant partners and whatnot, um, they really take the time to, you know, keep everything intact from before, but bring it up to, you know, obviously new standards and, and something that everyone can relate to in a modern way, but also it's a nod to the past for sure. 
Oh, absolutely. So we're here today to talk about uh, this new program that you guys created. So everyone's kind of got been able have had has had to get a little more creative since the pandemic hit. And I don't want to talk about the pandemic or anything like that. But I think that there's a lot of really cool things that have come out of it. So do you want to talk to us talk us through a little bit about how this was created and what exactly this program is? I would love to. I mean, listen, so, you know, uh, myself and, and a lot of us in hospitality, we've all had to get creative during these uh, tough times, right? And not everyone is necessarily traveling for the traditional reasons they would have traveled. So I think it's, it's been a, a task and, um, you know, a, a, a something that all brands have had to do is really go back to the drawing board and get creative with what we're offering from a product standpoint, um, who we're targeting, um, and really just, you know, keep our ears and eyes to the the uh, you know inquiries that are coming in to better understand how we can anticipate and you know service guests during these awkward and strange times for travel in general. Yeah, so you developed a membership program, correct? So what the fr uh, Freehand Club membership is is essentially us reimagining what accommodations look like for the everyday traveler, right? And uh, oftentimes, I think, you know, we, we were to think of a, a traditional digital nomad or someone that has flexibility as having this dream job that, you know, no one can really wrap their head around having the flexibility of going anywhere at any time. Obviously, there's a lot of restrictions around having to be in the office or having to be in a certain city for a specific event. But right now, um, I think as we turn the corner into 2021, we saw a lot of the uh, requests that were coming in from either our corporate partners or even through our general line at each hotel um, were surrounding this unknown period uh, and people really relying on us as a brand to help you know, bridge the gap between now and their next step. And so we designed this program um, in a sense to replace traditional accommodation, whether it's temporary or an extended period of time, um, we're offering a month to month solution that says if you're looking to make that next step and, and maybe move into a new market or move um, into your next, uh, you know, long-term accommodation setup, then uh, you know we're we're really giving people a product that allows them to every day of the month choose where they want to be. And I think that's something that aligns itself with the flexibility that we're all you know given at this point um, when we're working from home and we really just need to be where the Wi-Fi is. Yeah, I know that this is directed a lot towards corporate travelers, but being remote, and I know so many people are remote now, and there's remote learning and everything like that. Um, the idea that I can just call you and be like, Brian, I want to pay you X amount of money for this month, and I want to spend one week in Miami and two weeks in New York and one week in LA. Like, can you do that for me? Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, let's do that. Exactly. And Jenna, originally we did think of it as like, listen, for the corporate person that may need to get back out there, but also just doesn't necessarily need their, uh, you know, apartment in their designated city. This may be the perfect thing that checks all the boxes, right? I can only imagine as a New Yorker, you know, hearing that we're going to get 10 inches of snow on Friday and on Wednesday, I make that call. And uh, without a doubt, I have a, a room that essentially I already paid for, um, mm -hmm. but uh, is waiting for me in a place like Miami. And I can... <laughs> when it's nice and, uh, you know, melted and, and back to a, a normal time in, in New York. So uh, it, we're, we're seeing the so many different applications for it across, you know, all different markets, all different segments, all different types of travelers, whether it's, you know, the younger demographic that may be looking to take a, a gap year post-college, uh, post-high school, um, and looking to experience new cities um, to the, you know, traveler that uh, is really just never 
necessarily saw themselves in this situation, but now have been given the opportunity over the next six months to, you know, work from wherever. Um, and we're also seeing it on the business entity side. You know, companies are really seeing this as an opportunity over the next three months to really engage with new hires, um, to empower their workforce to get out there and take advantage of this opportunity, obviously in a safe format. Um, but you know, I think it, it, for some people, it checks that box to experience something they've never really had an option to experience. Yeah, I'm in sales. So even when I was in hotel sales, the idea like you hit major markets, right? So what a great incentive it would be for some companies to just be like, hey, sales team, like, why don't you spend a week here, a week here, a week here? or yeah. two weeks or whatever, set your appointments and then you have a home base and it's clean and you can, you know, obviously social distance properly and do what you need to do with Wi-Fi, with everything. And one of the things that we talked about was that all of your locations are pet friendly, right? All of, our, all of us are pet friendly. Uh, we, we love the animals. You know, so we, even say we sell the room to the animals and the humans get to stay for free. <laughs> Exactly. Our furry friends are important. Okay. It's my, my dogs are my babies. So I'd want to bring them with me everywhere. So that's huge. That is huge because uprooting is not as easy as it sounds. You know what I mean? Like, yes, of course we'd all love to spend a week in Miami, but well, you have to think about a dog sitter or whatever, you know? So you know, take some of the stress off of it. Comfort first, right? And we all want to be comfortable when we're traveling, but this being really, you know, a, a situation where I think a lot of people are going to use this as their main um, living accommodation for, yeah. you know, we want to make sure they're comfortable across all, you know, sides of what makes that person comfortable. And I think that's why it ties back into a great option for, you know, some of these different demographics we're talking about, because I think the pandemic has had a lot of effect on individuals that don't have a close circle, right? And don't have their social bubble that they can rely on for that interaction. Um, you know, I think being in a, a hotel where you have some common spaces to work in and you have a place to take your, you know, afternoon Zoom call or um, just an area to get out and engage um, yeah. in a safe way is gonna be so important for people as they start to make those first steps of getting back out in the world. What kind of notice do people have to give you uh, in order to, do they need to plan out the whole thing in advance or can they tell you, call you in the day the day before and be like, hey, I actually want to change locations. Yeah, no real strict parameters there. Um, we do uh, ask that everyone give, um, you know, two days notice to depart and one day notice to check in. But the stays are, for the most part, coordinated as we move into uh, the month. So, you know, we, we encourage everyone to make their plans moving into the month. Um, they do so with a dedicated, you know, reservation agent on our side. And from there, they are able to, you know, make adjustments as needed. But um, we plan to have a good roadmap of where they're going to be from the start of the month because most people know. For the part. Yeah, and it's a great way to get extended stay business too. I know that uh, the booking window for a lot of reservations has been really short, um, but also the length of stay has been pretty short too. So this is a fantastic way to get some more extended stay. And your properties aren't typically extended stay, right? So this is great. No. And, and, you know, I think what we're seeing in a sense of who's reaching out and, and who wants to stay um, are the people that wouldn't normally stay in a hotel if, or an extended period. Um, but it, it's really just this timing that's allowed us to, you know, justify the cost and, and the cost appealing to the masses that I think people, when they think of what their next steps are, if it's only a month or two or three or six that they need to, you know, really bridge the gap and figure out those next steps, this is like, a dream scenario um, to think of hotel amenities like housekeeping and mm -hmm. 
social areas, rooftop bars, you know, pools in the right markets. Uh, I just think it for them, it's uh, the traveler and the person that would actually be buying into this membership would be, uh, you know, really elevating their living circumstances. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um, but how are you planning on doing this forever? I mean, can I plan out all of my next year just staying in your hotels? Like, what is? Listen, for you know, for the plan as of now is to do this as as long as we can. Um, of course, prices uh, entry level for March as we move into the month are going to be set at twenty four ninety nine, two thousand four hundred ninety nine a month, um, and we plan on you know raising that cost as we see the the need and the um, you know occupancy demand grow in in each market. But for now, you know we honor uh, up to three months of extension at your entry rate. So that gives people the peace of mind when they go into it thinking like, look, I want something that I don't want to have to change in four weeks. Um, but it also gives people the flexibility that I think they're really looking for to say, if I do this for four to six weeks, and then all of a sudden I say, well, you know, I have my roommate that I was waiting for that wanted to move in together. Now they're ready. Um, they can make that change at any time. Yeah. Or the other thing that this pandemic has given us is the uh, ability to kind of like pivot what we're doing in life. I mean, jobs. A lot of people, unfortunately, got furloughed this year and are looking for not only new career paths, but maybe new locations. So if they want to go explore a new city and especially if you come from a market like New York or Los Angeles, that rent it's comparable, comparable to rent. So <laughs> you're getting so much more. Not only that, you're able to just try out these new cities other than the cost of airfare, which what did you say it was from New York to Miami? Like, I mean, yeah, I was looking the other day. I think as a New Yorker, we've all kind of just surfed Miami flights as like therapy for all the snow we're getting re recently. But um, yeah, we're, we're talking, I mean, I, I've seen round trip trips to Miami for 120 bucks, which is, <sighs> that's extremely justifiable when you think of a, a night out in New York is normally you know, higher than that as is. Right. So, uh, yeah, I think we can all wrap our heads around it after three back-to-back -back snowstorms. Oh, absolutely. So I, I mean, I originally come from Buffalo. I'm now over in Seattle. We just had our snowstorm of like a foot, maybe, maybe <laughs> a foot. And it like melted in three days. But I'm looking at flights to Los Angeles Yeah. for $99, flights to Hawaii because I'm a Pacific time. And so like for you, that's your Boston. That's it, right? So, I mean, the idea, like, this idea is just the escape aspect of it. Whether it's vacation, you can still work, you can do whatever. Like, it's just, uh, it's so freeing. But it also, you know, again, uh, is um, something that you can use for work and business travel. And it's just so smart. So, I think that you guys are brilliant for coming up with this. We um, um, and I think, you know, for us in the, in the hotel world, it, it can be a difficult challenge to, you know, have conversations with partners in a traditional sense of, of what that business used to be and when it, what the timeline is for it to come back. So, you know, I think from a brand standpoint, this really speaks to how Generator as a parent company and free and, of course, inherently really, you know, at the core are innovators and creators in the industry. So Yeah. The brand awareness for this, I'm telling you, everyone's going to know who you are. Appreciate it. It's fantastic. I also think people are going to steal your idea. So oh. I think <laughs> if you're if these people, these hotels, even independent hotels that have one property in yeah. a great location, if they were to partner with other properties to come up with something like this. I love it. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny because the first, some of the first people I told, you know, about this as we were developing were, you know, some close colleagues in the market, in the industry. And I think that comes from not only a, a sense of, you know, 
community and wanting that good feedback of, you know, genuine, you know, uh, uh, devil's advocate feedback, but also, you know, we are all in this together as hospitality professionals. I don't one, you know, in a business sense is feeling like, you know, it's one against the other. Um, It's been a challenge for all brands, all entities across all walks of travel, restaurants, hotels, you know, uh, airlines, and, and, and we're all, you know, it's, it's brought in a lot of light that uh, has been a positive side of it, has been all of the collaboration that you've seen across hotels and across travel professionals helping each other. Um, and that's a, definitely a positive spin to, to tell for sure. Yeah, what is what would you say is one thing, surprising thing that you learned while rolling this out? Um, you mean uh, just about the process of, uh, the process or the response or yeah, the resp- weird questions? I don't know. For me, the response was how many different applications we've had come forth and come to light as we've been talking about this with our partners. So, you know, at, at the initial stage, you know, we thought this was like, while your workers are working from home, offer this to them for personal use. Um, and they're going to love it. And of course, you know, all the benefits of it on a personal side. But then, you know, in speaking to partners, their you know, brands just started going as to how it could be infused into what travel they have right now, right? So if a, a lot of the travel that we're seeing right now from preferred partners is on, you know, either a contract basis, maybe they're consultants, maybe they, you know, just need to be back out on the road for some way, shape or form, or some reason that they're, you know, not able to um, be in the office. This is that perfect solution to be in market with a space that you have, um, with common spaces that you can inhabit uh, and also take meetings, but not necessarily have to say, okay, we're coming and we're gonna be in your office and we're gonna need space and all of that, uh, to you know, just the different walks of, you know, even companies like relocation companies have approached us now to say, listen, this would be a great tool for uh, a lot of the companies that they're working with because there isn't the ability to hire someone right now and immediately submerge them into that office culture. Yeah. Right. Like, how do you encourage them to spread the word about how happy they are as a new hire um, and also get a chance to meet, interact, maybe, you know, go to different locations where your company has a footprint. And this program really seems to be checking the boxes across the across the board for that. And I think that once travel does come back and we kind of get back to some semblance of normalcy, those relocation companies, those corporate um, travel managers, they're going to remember you. They're going to remember this deal and be like, hey, either the relocation companies were full or I have a new person that I need to send out there. So if you want to you want to hook me back up with that rate. And at that point, change, Jen, subject to change. But (laughs) (laughs) it's about. But no, you know, we're really, that's why the first people that we're telling this uh, program uh, to is uh, really our preferred partners because they're the ones, you know, we want to give back to, we want to be a resource for them. And uh, of course, we're ready to go when they are in a a traditional sense, whether it's a corporate preferred rate or it's a, you know, a group relationship where we do a lot with um, tour travel, uh, you know, traditional groups that happen every year, same time of year, repeat groups, things like that. We're, We're excited to welcome them back. But in the meantime, uh, I think a lot of people are just finding different applications for a, a program like this. And at the very least, like you said, it's uh, it's a good conversation to have. And sometimes those positive conversations are so few and far from in the travel industry right now that those are the ones that really stick out. Um, and those are the brands that you really gravitate back to when it's time to hit the ground running. Like I said, I think people are truly going to remember this and remember you for this. So wait, when did when did you actually start? 
like taking applications for this? We started taking applications technically um, this week. So we're, it's on our website, uh, the uh, Freehand Hotels website. Jen's going to provide the logo for you there uh, or the link for you there. Um, but it is on our website um, as of now. We have not gone to our marketing and PR campaign just yet. We'll be doing so next week. So exciting times. Um, we sent it out to a select target uh, uh, demographic last week and received over 48 uh, requests for inquiries so, and membership. Um, we couldn't be more excited about that side of it. Um, the conversations we're having are exciting as well because it's, it's the exact people we would think you know, would be interested in this. It's the creatives. It's the you know, um, preferred partners. It's, it's the companies that have already used our brand and are familiar with it. But we think there's just you know, room for scale when it comes to hearing about it. And, and maybe you haven't heard about our brand. Uh, we think more people are just going to be so excited about it in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, brand awareness is it, it, everyone's going to know who Freehand Hotels are. Um, I had a couple other questions that I just thought of. Uh, first of all, I would say I want to book um, in New York mm-hmm. for the month uh, and you're sold out one of the days. Like, how are you handling that situation? Yeah. Um, for now, we are guaranteeing accommodation. So um, though we you know, aren't to say that a specific market, if you were to tell me that tomorrow you needed to go to Miami and we were going to be sold out in Miami, that is a possibility. Um, but the, the idea is, I think, to make those reservations in advance so you never have to cross that bridge. Right. But if, for example, someone um, were to you know, want to go somewhere and it was sold out and we couldn't honor their membership in the room category that it's guaranteed for, um, then we would let that person know and they would have the option to, um, you know, use that night as a credit um, in the future. That's great. Um, and then um, I'm pretty sure I know the question, the answer to this one, but if I don't, can, if I don't use all my nights, can I roll them over? Like, do they roll over? Or do you have to use them in that month? Like uh, consecutively? If you don't use it, you lose it. Um, okay. Good to know. More, more in a sense of it aligning itself with a traditional, uh, you know, living circumstance. So yeah. Oh, so I spend the weekend at mom and dad's house. Um, you know, unfortunately, I don't get to call my apartment building and ask them for a couple nights back. So it's really functioning like a, a personal apartment. And uh, on the guest side and on the experience side, it's functioning like an elevated guest experience. Yeah, I agree. That's smart. I think that it works out uh, for you guys, obviously. It works out for any hotels that want to jump on this bandwagon and take that idea. Um, yeah, so I, again, brilliant idea. If you want more information, go to freehandhotels.com uh, to learn more about it. Um, do you have anything else that you want to add on that topic? I have one final question that is not related to this. I'm just, yeah, I'm just happy to be here. I, thank you for having me. Uh, you know, and again, I, I, I'm having so much fun talking about this because it's been a, a fun and tough couple of weeks. Um, our team has done a great job of putting it together in lightning speed time. Um, I didn't really think it was possible to turn around this quickly, but uh, we are excited to go and uh, we already have a couple of people requesting membership. So uh, that's, that's the fun part. When I saw this on LinkedIn, I got so excited. I got so excited because it's one of the most creative things that I've seen come out of this pandemic. I was like, you're not only going to increase occupancy, but you're going to like increase your extended stay, your length of stay. You're going to increase your brand awareness. You're setting yourself apart from the competition. You're Mm -hmm. opening yourself up to so many new channels. I was genuinely excited when I heard, when I saw that LinkedIn post. So a lot of boxes on our end, um, as far as what it brings to the organization, cash flow, all of that. Um, 
at the end of the day, if we can get a, a, a dedicated uh, clientele in here that is, you know, in-house every day, and, and obviously there's some ancillary spend that goes along with that, it's a, a win for all parties. And I think for the biggest winner in this is the member because, you know, you're, you're taking advantage of unreal rates um, in hotels where you're, you know, have a rooftop bar in downtown LA, 10 steps away. Yeah, guys, could definitely go check out Brian on LinkedIn, Brian Cook. LinkedIn, check him, go at him, connect with him so that you can follow this and see what else he's doing. Uh, Brian, I have one more question for you. You work in hotels. So my favorite question to ask people is what is your favorite story, either guest related or employee working in hotels? I am putting you on the spot right now. I didn't even warn you about this. Oh, not in the, uh, the, the, the rider. So I'm a little uh, taken aback, but <laughs> that's really the hesitance. Do it on purpose. A, a lot of experiences. Um, yeah, I would say, my, the, is it crazy in a good way or crazy in a bad way? It doesn't matter. I've had both. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I'm going to go with this one story um, because it's all about positivity, right? And it's Friday. Yeah. So we are, uh, I first started in the industry. Um, I, I first came from insurance sales, right? So I was running this like Northwestern Mutual Insurance Financial Advisor practice and mm -hmm. was down in Miami, fresh out of college. And when I, when I got out of that, I said to myself, you know, let me go to a job as a server. Quickly learned that you can't get a job at any high-end serving, you know, uh, restaurant because you haven't been a server, Brian. So um, what do you do is you, you know, think to yourself, well, maybe I'll go be like a server by a pool or something a little less intense where maybe they'll give me a shot. Um, I thought of Ritz-Carlton as the first place to look, and I started with Ritz-Carlton. So I, I'm a pool server at Ritz-Carlton Key Biscayne, my first job in hospitality right out of college. Um, and that was where I really got the, the great service you know, foundation. The culture there obviously is amazing. Their training is amazing. Um, it's like two to three weeks before you even hit the floor. Uh, and as a pool server, that was new to me. But also just the, the experience of dealing with guests was new to me. So week two or three, I'd say, really, you know, drank the blue Kool-Aid, if you will. And I was, you know, really hoping to get that opportunity to go above and beyond because that's what they preach, right? Everyone yeah. to make that difference. And but we all got in the business. We all, it's right. It should be <laughs> a, a common knowledge thing, but not always people feel that way. So mm -hmm. um, I, I had this opportunity to have this family, they come in and everything seems to be great. Obviously you're in this beautiful location in Miami and it's uh, the holidays, but you know, the, the, the young daughter was just like off. She was, would, didn't seem to be enjoying herself. And you know, me as like the comical joker by the pool, I would like play soccer with the kids and you know, you're engaging and your job is to know everyone's name and, and really mm -hmm. that the whole family's, you know, doing well. And, and I remember as a server, you're, 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 you were only as successful as the kids were happy, right? Because the parents were the ones at the end of the day taking care of you. And um, I just remember it was like when the kids were happy, the parents were happy. And so I, I poked and probed a little bit with the mom and you know asked if there was anything I could do to make her feel better because she just didn't look like she was enjoying herself. And she told me the story about how her father had, wasn't with them and it was a stepfather that was with them and she really missed her dad. Um, and, and obviously that was my aha moment to be like, well, maybe we can do something to connect her with her dad. And I think there was a birthday involved, whether it was her birthday or, or the dad's birthday. Um, but, but, you know, Ritz Carlton and, and 
nod to them. I'm pretty sure they still do these things, you know, gave me the ability to take that entire meeting room, set up a screening projector. We set up uh, what at the time was not the norm of a, of a virtual conference like this. And we set up an entire brunch with her dad. Um, and that was like such a, you know, I get like chills thinking about it, but that's just something that, you know, stands out for me as like an initial story that was a way to make a guest like stay completely different. But they still talk to me to this day. This was like 10, 12 years ago on Facebook, you know, so it's oh my like, God. as hospitality professionals, it, it's so tough to dwell on this negative and tough period. But I think it, it, it's all got to be, you know, tied back into, you know, what we're going to get back to. Um, Remember why we got into this in, in the first place. I feel so awkward, right? Because we're so used to engaging. We're so used to being out there and we're so used to being who we are. Um, but uh, yeah, that's my, that's my good story. They actually sent a beautiful me a story. After. It was a whole thing. I feel like I'm part of their family to some degree. Well, you kind of are. <laughs> They're never going to forget you. That's a birthday she won't forget. That's for sure. Oh my gosh. It doesn't take much. It really doesn't. I mean, it didn't cost the hotel anything. Like, uh, yeah, I don't think it's, it's a beautiful I, story. Uh, you know, so. That's why I love this industry. It, it, it is. And there's so many stories like that. I'm just, yeah. well, thank you again, Brian, again, for everyone who is watching and listening, uh, check out Brian on LinkedIn, visit his web test site freehandhotels.com to learn more about what they're doing, their hotels are doing and about this membership program. Uh, until next time, talk to you then. Thanks guys.